Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you on this lovely Wednesday. Al, how are you doing? Jerry, sometimes this podcast is just random things I thought about while the show was going on that I, I like, got, that I jotted down. Well, that's what it should be. Yeah. I do like that. Remind me before we're done, <clears throat> Truck Garden State Parkway. Truck on the Garden State Parkway. Before we're done. Okay. Uh, first thing I randomly thought about today, and I don't know how this came up. I don't know if there was a commercial for it or what, but I thought about, you know, the, remember, they still make these. Dr. Scholl's inserts for, for your feet. shoes. Yeah. For like sneaker shoes. So does that give you a lift? I don't know. Or is it for comfort? I think it's for comfort. I'm like, why don't... I've don't... never purchased those. Me neither. And I... They're not cheap. Oh, they're not? No, I've seen them at Walgreens, I believe. And they only... That was weird, too. I remember when I worked at Drug Fair, we had a Dr. Scholl's display. Yeah. You have to buy two of them. Like, they don't sell them... I don't think they sell them as a pair. No, they're cheaper than I thought, actually. They're $15. But here's the other thing with the Dr. Scholl's. They are one of these places that got way too complicated. Like yeah. you go there now, there's a million different... I'm looking at that right now. Gel inserts, regular foam inserts. They've got a lot. they got a lot. Yeah, they've got a lot. It's too much. Uh, yeah. But they also, I think, have the thing where it's disgusting because all strangers have put their feet on it. Where you could like step on the thing and it tells you what... Based on the shape of your foot, what would be the most you comfortable? You do it with a sock on. Yeah, you do it with a sock on. But then and your I, socks touch other socks. Like, they claim here that they have a solution for lower back pain. And they may. We're not even giving them a chance. Well, I would say they might from the standpoint of custom fit orthotics. Yeah. Arthritis. I mean, come on. Um, Boomer gave us those New Balance sneakers yeah. that are really thick. And they're very... Um, they're very spongy. Yeah, sort of like the the Hoka's are now a popular type I, of. Sneaker. I love the Hoka's. They're not as spongy as the Adidas. I oh, would really? not Adidas. The New Balance. I would say the Hoka's are very comfortable if you're going to be very active. I find the New Balance ones very good for walking. Okay. I don't know that I want to run with them though. So I right. think it depends on what you're doing. I have two pairs of the Hoka's. They're very good, uh, but the New Balance ones just for walking I find to be the best. I don't know. So maybe this does work. I'm not yeah, sure. I feel like I want to. And where would I go? Like to uh, uh, like a Walgreens? Walgreens, I know CBS? by me has them, I believe. Yeah. Dr. Scholl's? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I might do that. Imagine imagine like well, a your change. your day is full. <laughs> Jerry, I don't have time to do it today. <laughs> imagine like it changes my world. Dr. Scholl's well, inserts. What, what is your issue? I don't know. I don't even have an issue. I just oh. like <laughs> To put my shoe into, put my foot into a shoe that's like even more comfortable. It might be more comfortable. It ain't going to change your world, though. It's not. No, but if someone that has major joint pain or yeah. back pain, if that solved it or made it a little bit better, that could be like. Well, sometimes I get a little back world. pain, but I think that's from sitting in my car. Yeah, I don't, think you have the, I don't think you have sciatic back pain, though, do you? Sometimes. I used to. I think that's gone away. Okay. All right. But I feel like. Um, you get ball pain. I do get ball pain. Right. That's so when I'm definitely stressing out. I get uh, pain in where my groin area is. It doesn't is. say in this Dr. Scholl's website anything about testicular pain. They don't have a testicle no. insert? No. Arthritis, back pain, joint pain, no testicle pain. Dr. Scholl's also used to sell, and I don't know if they still do, 
women's clogs. What are called? The like, shoes? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like when my mother in the 70s and 80s, she always had How Dr. Scholl's Dr. clogs. Scholl? Oh, he's been around, Jerry. This Dr. Scholl has been around the block, hmm. and it sounds like he keeps changing with the times. Yeah, I guess so. Dr. Scholl's may also be a woman, Jerry. Doctors, women can be doctors. Yeah, I didn't say he or she. I said, how old is this Dr. Scholl? Yeah, although Dr. Scholl's was around a long time, was probably a man. Maybe something that there's really no Dr. Scholl. Just a fake. They just came up with the name because they have these cool inserts. Yeah, be like, what if we said a, a doctor told you to put them in your shoe? <laughs> That'd be better. Second random thing I thought about during the show today. This is a, I changed out, I, you know, I use Sharpie markers, Jerry, yes. during the show. Yep. I, I write on the live commercials. I write notes for myself. Yeah. And as soon as the Sharpie marker starts to get a little bit faded, mm-hmm. the slightest. Time for a new one. Change it out. And that feeling of the brand new Sharpie marker made me think, what else do I get an immediate pleasure from? changing it out we've talked about on here wiper blades Mm -hmm. the minute you change your wiper blades out you think why am i not doing this sooner and sooner but as we know a couple weeks in they they crap again sure are there any other items that you change out on a regular basis that when you change them out you're like oh this is um, tremendous. Oh, I don't know. I wrote down a couple to see if it might you spark. Put on the spot. Yeah, I put you on the spot, and I, I thought of these. I feel like the answer is yes to that. Yeah. Let me give you a couple, and maybe it'll you'll think of these okay. uh, some more. Well, I, I, one I mentioned, and that was the uh, the Rain-X. Rain-X. I don't know why I don't put it on every two weeks. Right. When you do it, you're like, wow. Three minutes. Yeah, what, I don't know. What about this? How often are you changing your razor blade out? Um. Uh, well, I still use Harry's. Right. And I would say I get probably four shaves to every blade. And then, and then but, once it starts to get a little dull, I go to the next one. Well, when you go to the next one, is it a great oh, feeling? It's like, phenomenal. oh, my God. It's so easy. tremendous. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. It is. Yeah. It's great. I agree with that. So blades for sure. Oh, yeah. What about, do you, are you use a stick deodorant? Do you? Yes. Me too. Do you like a new stick deodorant or do you like when the deodorant has formed to your armpit so it flows better? That doesn't phase me either way. Either way. No. So you don't mind you don't you don't get extra pleasure out of a new stick of deodorant. No, but I do like changing up the scent. You do. Yeah, I don't like the same one. You keep the same brand and change up the scent. I do. Axe. Axe. Mm-hmm. Is that more and of no a, gel? It's got to be the um, the white. Yes. Yeah, me too. The gel one time gave me an infection. Really? And I I figured out one one time thing that was where I ended up with a big infection under my arm. And I remember trying it again months later, and I started to develop an issue again. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. So it's got to be the white stick. Okay, white stick. Yeah. When's the last time you consistently used the spray-on deodorant? Eighth grade. <laughs> right guard? Yeah. Or brute? Maybe freshman year, like a long time ago. I, don't, I am not, I don't like the deodorant spray at all. I used to love degree deodorant spray. Because okay. it went on dry, strangely. yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I, it wasn't like a, like I remember the right guard when I was a. It was moist. <laughs> it was wet. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this. Yeah. You put on your deodorant with yeah. a stick. You then go put your shirt on. Do you roll your shirt up so that you doesn't roll down past your armpits and cause a mark? Well, I wear just... white t shirts underneath everything I oh, okay. wear, so I Perfect. don't ever have to worry about that. Perfect. Yeah, I don't Ooh. know how people walk around with a shirt and nothing on underneath. Yeah, I find it disgusting. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I can't do it in the winter, but in the summer, I never have an undershirt yeah, on. Yeah, even in the summer, because to me, it collects the sweat and keeps the shirt dry. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, I, even this weekend, so, you know, doing the Cowboys and Eagle game, you know, I put nice pants on. I used my Charles Tierrett brand new shirt. Nice. Nice tie. I had the jacket, which wasn't in the picture because we went right from the meal right down to the field, which I wasn't expecting. I thought we were going back to the booth. But whatever. My point is, I knew it was going to be 75 degrees Sunday. So I have the Charles Tirrett shirt is a really thick material. So I, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a jacket on over it. Eh, I won't wear the T-shirt. I put the shirt on. I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. Put the T-shirt on. And then it felt right. Yeah, a button-down shirt, a button-down dress shirt. Yeah, you need it. You definitely need. And I was, it was hot. Yeah. It was warm. I did see Burkhart, by the way. He said hello. Oh, is that right? Yeah, we did the game for Fox. Oh, that's We cool. hung out on the field for five minutes. Look at you guys. Yeah, and I didn't take a picture. Old time. Oh, it would have been a great photo, I should Jerry. have taken a photo. Two 
past Super Bowl reporters. Yes. Now he covers Super Bowls, and I still watch them. <laughs> You're getting there. You're on your way. You're in a radio booth for a pro game, that calling is, the God, game, I Jerry. I wish I could do it every week. You're now. moving you have, it up. You have no idea how much fun it is. Anyhow, all right, so mm. what's next? All right, the next thing I put on, um, what about soap? Do you Are you a bar soap guy or, or a liquid soap? Uh, we have both. Kim has both in the shower. Which do you prefer? I like the bar of soap. Me too. But I don't mind... And so a lot of hotels now don't give you the bar of soap. No. They have the, which is smart because you don't waste it, they have the dispensers. Yeah. So I'm fine with either or. I, it doesn't matter to me. But when you use a, because I'm a bar soap guy as well, yeah. I love a brand new bar soap. Yes, I do too. Sure. Oh, man. And there's nothing worse than when there's plenty of soap left, but it's thin. Yeah, and, and it starts falling apart. It, and you feel like an idiot. Yeah. You're like, what am I doing? And that's wasted soap. Wasted soap. Mm-hmm. But the you mentioned the uh, hotels. They often will still have the bar soap where you wash your hands yes. at the sink. Correct. I'll take that into the shower. Understood. I'm crazy like that, though, Jerry. You know, I'm a wild card. Yeah, my hotels are like, oh, my God, here comes Dukes. Wild card. Right. What about this one? Brand new tube of toothpaste. Oh, um, Yeah, I don't care. You don't long care as, for that? As long as toothpaste comes out of the container, I don't care. Will you make sure you get the very last of your toothpaste in the old tube? Uh, Kim more than me. I throw them out. I think it drives her nuts because I throw them out before they're probably done. Yeah, and she's probably thinking how many more once, like, brushes on. I could have got out of this. Yeah, come stop. Once we're starting to roll it up, yeah, and roll what it are we up. doing? That drives me nuts. <laughs> I, once I see that, I'm like, garbage, what? new one. I did that this mi- I actually did that this morning. Because I'm with your wife on this one because there are times when I see it, I was like, oh, man, like I need to go get toothpaste. Mm-hmm. And then I find out how many more brushes i got out of that and it's always a lot more than you think i suppose always not worth the trouble but then when you get the new tube you're like oh i should have done this sooner this is beautiful how about this don't waste any or you just don't waste any. that's all i only have one more on my list jerry okay kitchen sponge no does nothing for me i actually don't like a brand new kitchen sponge it's too stiff well you soften it up with the water is that what you we do no, it'll be even still, it's a little stiff. I guess. I uh, yeah, the sponge thing to me. Eh. Do you, you do you Doesn't get excite the me. do you get the kind that has the uh the rougher side yes. and the softer side? Yes. Have to. Scotch Bright, I think they're called. Mm-hmm. Look well at that's you. the brand name. Look at you, that's right. Yeah. When I was growing up, uh, do you remember Brillo pads? Yeah. Absolutely. Now I we, feel we like... had a sponge or we had a Brillo pad. <laughs> Which was just a clump of metal. Yes, that would take off anything off those pots and pans. But ever since America went to nonstick pans, yeah, like you can't do not use the Brillo well, pad on those. Yeah, you scratch them. But that's also the beauty of the invention of putting the Brillo material on the other side of the sponge. Now, if you need it, it's there. But it's a softer Brillo. It is softer, but it, it still it's works. not made of metal. No, Brillo. They still make Brillo pads. Yeah, I think you could still use them on like. Um, um, what do you call those pans that are that don't have a coating on them? Stainless steel. Stainless steel pans. I that think you could like s- someone that doesn't get much sleep. Yeah, you sounded like me right there. My mother used used to. Our parents would use them, Jerry, when they would make fried something in a oh, pan, sure. and then you'd have to Brillo pad that out, or it wasn't coming out. Yeah, after you dug a hole and put the oil in the in the earth. <laughs> <laughs> after you poured your and yeah, you put the oil. <laughs> Uh, from the from the greasy thing right down the drain. <laughs> I have an interesting question, only yeah. because this happened by accident, really, uh, for the most part. So this happened towards the latter stages of the summer where I was trying everything to get rid of these groundhogs before yes. we finally had a company come in and basically wire everything up. Um, so I was trying bleach-soaked sponges just for the smell or whatever. Well, I spilled some on, and where I was pouring, it was over weeds and everything. It killed those weeds so fast. Yeah. Why don't we just spray bleach on the weeds? I don't know. That's like, a great I'm sure, idea. I'm sure there's an answer as to why. I, I'm sure I could Google it. I imagine atmospherically it's not great. But my God, not only did it kill them, they don't come back. But you say atmospherically it's not great. The weed killer is probably some of the worst stuff that's we're true. spraying around. You that's, know what I mean? That's true, too. Like, at least bleach, you know what it is. It's bleach. Like it, I mean, like within 10 minutes, the weed was like, <laughs> dead. <laughs> like it, was, like it was really something. It really just suffocated your weeds. 
And I thought, why not put that in a sprayer and just... By the way, that's how great inventions are discovered. I suppose. They found Viagra gives you boners when they were testing the medication for heart patients to get the heart, get the uh, blood flowing. Really? And then they realized the blood by your schween thinned out also, boner time. But that was unexpected, just like you were unexpectedly found out you could kill weeds. But that's common sense, I would think, no? I would think so. Like, I remember one time um, I spilled gasoline. (laughs) I was trying to fill up the lawnmower, and I slipped, and gasoline went everywhere. And for, like, three months, I had, like, this pattern of dead grass (laughs) where the gasoline just killed it. And before it finally came back the next year. But I'm thinking, man, if the if the bleach works that well. Right, just put bleach in a spray bottle. Yeah, and then just hit the spots. Yeah. There's only a few spots that I concern I shouldn't say concern me, that I just it's enough with the weeds. I mean, this might not be such a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. You should sell your own Jerry's weed killer and, and it's, it's just bleach. bleach. <laughs> <laughs> they always know uh any of those murder documentaries I watch, when they smell bleach at somebody's place, they go, sure. This is where the murder cleanup happened. Bleach, really? Yeah, because the, they bleach the blood. Yeah, they bleach the blood, and then you can't it can't be tested because like bleach kills weeds and blood. I'm sure it does. Wow, kills all sorts of things. So if you got if you got bleach, you also got to be. Do people still use bleach in their laundry? I don't know. We we use the pods. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't Kim's never really used bleach in the laundry. I think people use bleach if they're if they're for the whites. Yeah, yeah. but like you'd have to have a full on white outfit. Or something only because if there was any color on it. Going to the country club, are we? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe your white t shirts you would bleach. Although they're under your shirt, what do you care what? I don't care. Color they are. And those look awful after you wear them five or six times. Yeah, they They get all disgusting. Bent out of shape. Terrible. Yeah. Kim's like, you can buy more. I'm like, no. But you know, that's a good one because then when I do go buy them and they're nice, tight, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Those are a good one. So if when you replace your. Undershirts. They're expensive, though. Yeah. Like white undershirts, like $30. I'm like, all right, how many am I getting? Two. <laughs> <laughs> what? Meantime, I got Rutgers T-shirts on sale over here in Kohl's for $9. What the hell? The underwear got that way, too. Yeah, very much so. I was like, oh, I uh, remember we used to do commercials for... Uh, uh, Weldon, Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon, yes. which I still... back Way back then, we did commercials. They gave us underwear. Yeah. I'm my retired mine. Yeah, but since that I when I buy underwear, I buy Mac Weldon's. But yeah, it's be like, oh, here's a, a package of underwear for you know forty seven dollars, and I got I get three pair. That's it. For, what? That's it. So if I want new underwear, yeah, for like seven days, it could cost me over a hundred dollars. Correct. Yeah, ninety four dollars for th- yeah for six. Yep, that is wild. I like the I really uh, the Hanes athletic boxer briefs. Yeah, outstanding. And the Under Armour ones are very good. And Adidas. Those three are probably the ones that I have the most. Yeah. Yeah, once you get a nice pair of uh, underwear that you're happy with, it's like, like stick be, with it. You think people still are wearing tidy whities Yeah. They probably are, right? Yeah, because oh. they're cheap and they're like, who's going to see me in my underwear? Probably like... Uh, no one, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be either single dudes who don't get any action or... Long time older married guys. I don't think they anyone just else don't care, and they've yeah. given up. I suppose. They're like, who cares? I just want my comfortable underpants. Did you ever hear Jim Jeffries, the comedian? I heard the promos we were running because he's playing. No, that's Beacon. Andrew Schultz. No, no, we're 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 Jim also Jeffries running to the Australian guy. Yeah, he's playing the Beacon Theater. You win. I don't. We're currently running the commercials. Oh, I got to find out. Yeah. I, I just came across him. So there's there's this. Aust- I don't know what their names are. There's this Australian couple. They clearly make a lot of money on social media by playing clips of comedians and then getting the wife's reaction to them. Okay. So they're very, it's very, again, I don't know why we ever want to come up with this stuff. It's very creative, though. So I heard him do one. I'm like, oh, this guy's funny. Let me, and it was all about, you know, um, happy wife, happy life, blah, blah. And he'd be like, how can we never hear it the other way? You know, well, if it was going the other way, it's probably like, well, what's he up to if he's so happy? Okay, fine. It is funny. Yeah. So my guy like, searched him. I'm like, all right, let's search this guy. And the first one that came up was, uh, you know, marriage, of course, as it always does. And he gets into the whole thing. And first thing is like, marriage, terrible. It's just an awful idea. He goes, you know what? <laughs> when the lifespan of humans was 52, that, he's like, that makes sense. It was some companionship. He goes, but 81? I got to look at you until you're 81. Right. He goes, you know when it was a good time? This is awful. He goes, you know when it was a good time to get married? 
the dark ages when women died 50% of the time giving birth. He goes, those are odds I would have liked. <laughs> That's horrible. Like, wow. But he's very funny. Yeah. I never heard it. It's like one of these guys I never heard of. I actually heard hilarious. him years ago on Opie and Anthony. Really? Years ago. Wow. Okay. And then we're giving away tickets on Boomer and Geo for Andrew Schultz. Yeah. Who's playing the garden. So, all right. So funny. My friend Scott works there. Okay. Yeah. And I saw, I got an email. Let me see if I can find this. I got an email literally uh, yesterday. Second night added Madison Square Garden, Andrew Schultz. I'm like, who the hell? I don't know who that is. So I texted my friend Scott. I'm like, hey, I must really be out of it. I have no idea who Andrew Schultz is. And not only is he playing the garden, but you guys just added another night with a question mark. And he wrote back, he's actually hilarious. Blah, blah, blah. If you want to go, let me know, whatever. Um, so I never heard of him either. And he's telling me the guy is outstanding. Yeah, so I've heard him on podcasts. Like, he's been on Joe Rogan. Okay. And I liked him. But The Garden? Yeah, two nights. He sold out the first one so fast. Two nights. It's unbelievable. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I actually thought the other day, proceeds go to the Boomer Esiason Foundation. Could we do an Alan Jerry night? How many people would come to it? I don't know. Like a New Year's Eve Alan Jerry party. How many people would show up That's and would pay? Good question. I'm like, not saying hundreds of dollars. Uh, like, 50 bucks a ticket. Like what What size venue would we be able to get? All right. So let's say you were talking, you're, you want to get, I mean, if you really think about it, couples, it's not that many people then. Correct. So could we do 150 people? 75 couples? I think so. It's not a lot of people. I think so. And any proceeds go to Boomers Foundation. That would be fun. What not would we do? Oh, I don't know. Just talk to people. I, well, you'd have to have some music. It's like a cocktail party. Mm-hmm. Alan Jerry's cocktail party. I don't know party. what we would do. I have no idea. Yeah, but I was just wondering because I'm, you know, I'm, obviously I do the cornhole out of the gym. The gym's got this huge stage, and on weekends they do events there. I'm like, we should do an event here, but then I'm like, what do we do? New Year's Eve in the gym. Well, wherever it is, if you yeah. dress it up properly, who cares? Absolutely, it'd be fun. I think yeah, we could a get a hundred. That's a good people. question. Because Boomer and Geo show. The Jersey City show was 300-something right. people. Yeah. And that sold out like that. Right, but I mean something more interactive. Yeah. I don't mean something where people are coming to stare at us. Right. So they <laughs> have to do just, stuff, too. Uh, yeah, I thought something that would be all-encompassing with everybody. Walk around, hang out, chat, have some drinks. Maybe we do a, a um, drink contest. Almost like a, a wedding reception. Yes. Like we a wedding cake. reception, but we do, like, drinking games, beer pong, like, almost like an... All right, I came up with the idea. All right. Alan Jerry's New Year's Eve Liquor Olympics. The Liquor Olympics. That would be fun. Liquor, I don't even know her. Okay. Hey, now. We could do shot games. We could play beer pong. That would be cool. And then we have like a dessert thing. We do a a midnight toast. Yes. Yes. Because people don't have anything to do on New Year's. I know they don't. You know what I mean, Jerry? That could be a... Friggin' cool party. That could be nice. We would have to have, though, you'd have to have at least 10 things set up. Yes. Obviously, cornhole would be one, because mm-hmm. that's an easy one. The loser has to drink, or something like that. Like, you set up 10 different events. Axe throwing. I don't think that's a great idea. <laughs> you do think we'd get the insurance for that? I don't think so. But that would be cool. Alan Jerry's New Year's Rockin' Eve. We just steal the Dick Clark I don't want to... No. Name. No. How about this? Alan Jerry's Liquor Eve. Liquor Eve. New Year's. New Year's Liquor, Liquor Eve. Eve. That would be fun. And get t-shirts made. Everyone yes. gets a shirt. I can make t-shirts in three seconds. That's true. All right. Well, we got to no, get That would on mean this. you have to leave your house yeah. now mm. on New Year's Eve. Uh. I get you. We'll get you a car. Okay. Car service. And then you'd be in. I'd be in for that. That would be fun. Now, you said something about a truck on the parkway. All right, so we've discussed this many times. Yeah. A lot of times with the ladders, you're always worried to be behind them. Oh, yeah. A lot of times you see pickup trucks that are moving crap. Yeah. Big. So I was on my way to the Rutgers-Princeton game Monday night. So I was taking the parkway down to, uh, was it 195, I guess? I got to go towards Trenton. Is that, one, going parkway is that 195? South. Yeah, 195. Yeah. So I'm parkway south. I didn't want to get on the turnpike. It's it a nice, easy ride that way. So I get on the parkway south. And as I'm hitting, I passed exit. I passed the art center. Beyond, it was between 114 and 109. As I'm kind of coming around the bend, and I swear to God, I'm like, "What the hell is that flying in the air?" And then crashing in the air. And it was no more than 
It had to be half a mile ahead of me, maybe. It crashed on the parkway? Oh, yeah. Something fell out of a truck? So as I got closer and closer, I realized lawn chairs, like patio furniture chairs, flew out of a guy's truck, four of them, to where he... The idea that there was nobody behind this guy at 3.30 in the afternoon to me is mesmerizing. I had to slow down. I got in the middle lane as he's running on the parkway to grab the chairs. And I thought, we're always worried about if these people tie this stuff up properly. Well, there was an example. If I was, if I got on the parkway 20 seconds or 30 seconds earlier, I might have been behind that guy. Right. And I might have crashed through my windshield. You might have had a lawn chair sitting in your front seat. Scary stuff. Yeah, very scary. Scary stuff. The mattress people really scare me. I well, I'm always worried about the car taking off. Yeah, like off the ground, <laughs> right? Oof. Acting like a hot air balloon. Yeah. Or yeah, those pickup trucks that are just piling in. Somebody's clear, clearly moving, and they're just piling in as much stuff in their pickup truck as they can. You're get. trusting that their bungee cords are on properly, right? And that something's not going to slip through. Yeah, pretty wild. Trouble, Jerry. Trouble. Right, let's do the warm up show. All right. Uh, it's tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's Thursday already. All right, Jerry. We'll see you tomorrow. So, so, so. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, here we go, a couple minutes after 5 o'clock. It's Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Nice to see you, the Eddie Skazeri. Kind of missed you, I'm not going to lie. And across from Nate, missed him too. His name is Hal Brian Dukes. What's up? Good morning there, Jerry Recco. Good to have you back. After, nice to be back. Uh, after a loss in Dallas, a loss in Princeton. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was a rough week for you. You missed yeah. a loss by the Jets, a loss by the Giants. No, I'm glad I missed those, to be quite honest. I mean, it was just Loserville Central over here, Jerry. <laughs> I was at the the Link Sunday, as you know. And yeah. I would say uh, mid-second quarter, I pulled up. I was curious. I'm like, oh, I wonder what the Giants are doing. And I pull it up on the phone, and I look. I forget what it was, 17. I forget what the score was. But I'm looking, and Danny White looks over. He's like, what? I'm like, I showed him the phone. He's like, 
Boy, they're terrible, huh? <laughs> yes. yes, they are. They are, Danny. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> they are old Danny White. And your guy almost got into a fight in the parking lot Who's in Philly. That? Danny White. Oh, is that right? Oh, was yes. he looking to throw down against some he Philly was, fans? Well, not from his doing, but they gave us like this generic parking pass, which was fine. And had I come in the other way, we would have got more towards the media area of the parking lot. But because of the way the GPS took us, uh, we ended up like just in the middle of tailgateville there was nowhere to park so we finally saw a couple of spots that were being blocked by cornhole boards which was fine and the guys were playing so he just rolls down his window hey do you mind if we just scoot in there and we won't stop your game or nothing and the guy didn't respond and danny goes oh no i ain't having this then he starts taking a seatbelt off i'm like danny you're 70 (laughs) relax he's got to drive himself to the game no i picked them up Oh, okay. Usually they get a car. Yeah. But I'm like, I'll get you. You're two miles from the stadium. And he was ready to throw down. And everything worked fine, but, like, he got mad. Good. Yeah, I always think whenever I, I hate tailgaters. Mm-hmm. I know I'm uh Get off my lawn guy, yeah. yes. Right. But, sorry, parking is $500 at these games. If you want to take up a spot with Cornhole, oh, pay up. No, no. Not a spot. Like, five spots. Yeah, No. Get there, lost. It was ridiculous. Now and oh, and it was beautiful out on top of it. Get to the game. Get in the stands. I uh, know these get, these people said they got there at ten. Ten. The game, the game was at four thirty. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> that that's is a, party that's, time. You don't like your house. That is well. No, the wives were there. <laughs> they were having a blast. Maybe yeah, you have a blast at home. Not like this. This was fun. I would say uh, it I, was fun. I don't like parking lot people. I know you don't. Well, you don't like people. True, Jerry. <laughs> uh, it made a parking lot even worse. <laughs> that's true. Jerry, there was a lot of uh, eras in baseball. They called one the dead ball era. Was they that did. a that a, what yeah, was yeah, that, yeah. what did that mean? That mean I mean the, no one hit home runs. Why? Because the ball was dead. All right. Hence dead ball era. <laughs> it was there a lively ball era? Yeah, I think we saw it with the with the steroid era. Well, I think that was the steroid era. Yeah, but I mean that's kind of what it was. Uh, and now evidently we're going into the bunting era. Yeah, we're not going into the bunting era. Stop it. We are going the twenty twenty four. Is going to be a lot of bunting. I like how Hal Starnbrenner spoke for 35 minutes yeah. and everybody thinks this is hilarious. That he wants to do more bunting? That it's part, should be part of the game again. Yeah. yeah. What's what's wrong with that? That's great. Well, it, what's wrong with it, I think, is that uh, this was his first time talking to the Yankees after about the Yankees after a disappointing season and we're, we're talking about bunting. No, someone decided to make one line yeah. a headline in a span of 30 minutes of conversation about an organization. But that is an odd... Because it's an easy target. But it's an odd thing for him to have brought up, no? I suppose. All I know bunting. is we field phone calls here left and right. They don't bunt. Why didn't they bunt? Uh, to me, great. You, He touched all the bases. That's what he did. He did. Yeah. But we're focusing on bunting. As a, uh, on, as a news... We are focused on 20 seconds of 30 minutes. That's mm-hmm. what we seem to be focusing on. And then he was also talking about Aaron Boone and how people think all Aaron Boone does is uh, makes all his decisions based on the analytics. Yeah, and the fact that he's a puppet for the front office. And he is not a puppet. No, and it goes to show that they listen. I don't know if they listen to this radio station or read the articles or listen or get fan emails, Mm -hmm. but clearly that, that narrative is out there and they hear it. They know about it. Yeah. They've heard Eddie playing Master of Puppets. Yeah. Master. Mm-hmm. And Sal calling him a data applicator for the last four years. Is that right? Like, I mean, that notion has been out there for a long time. So they do hear it. And I don't buy it. I, I don't think that, you know, second and third, no out, the phone's ringing, that Brian Cashman is saying, you know, hit this guy. You still got to make decisions during the game. Yeah. Is he given information before every game? Yes. Is he managing the game in real time? Yes, he is. And might, if he needs to be helped with a decision where he's between two things, might he take a quick look at analytics, Jerry? I'm sure. Listen, they got the iPads and the the, the tablets in the in the clubhouse and then the dugout. Yeah, I'm sure he might. Why not? What are they, what kind of apps they got on that thing? I have no idea. Are I, those I, apps accessible to us? MLB TV. They want to see what the Astros are doing. Yeah, do I they, don't know. I'm curious. I'm sure that they have certain apps that are like they were talking about the analytic team that dove into the way they do business i'm sure they have some sort of an app that was created for them i guess that you need a special password for jerry i would certainly think so 
You don't want that in the wrong hands. Are they allowed to download other fun apps on the iPads or no? Probably not. What do they get? Words with friends on it? Yeah, words with friends, Scrabble. <laughs> Top of the third, Yankees trailing 11 nothing. Oh, look at Aaron Boone checking out the analytics. No, he's playing words with friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like could they FaceTime somebody? In I don't the think bullpen? that's allowed. I don't so know. So this is a really stripped down iPad. I don't know. Probably. I've never gotten a look at it. Like I don't the, think it's a, it's his personal iPad from home. It's like the Surface pads that they have on the NFL right. sidelines. They're probably very specific. And you're probably not allowed to download apps. Yeah. I don't think Spotify's on it. Right, that's Or the what Odyssey I'm app. Yeah, oh, if they only I had the Odyssey app, I don't Jerry. think so. I don't think SI.com is on there. No? I don't think so. Hmm. Seems like they're wasting the i what an iPad and Surface <laughs> tablet can really do. They can afford it. They're really not taking full advantage. They're doing fine. And people, you know, when they, you see somebody like on the sidelines, uh, Tom Brady was famous for like th- slamming a tablet. Yeah. Oh, it was break. I would think so. I think they would shatter, shatter. And once again, they can afford it. It'll put like a protecting cover on it. What do I put foam? Yeah, like that. You don't ever see uh, the iPad cases for children. Yeah. It's like these giant, because they know kids are very thick plastic. And drop stuff. Yeah. yeah. Very, very thick plastic. We well, need that maybe for. Maybe we should do that for Tom Brady if he comes back and plays again. When he whips the whips the iPad and, down on the ground, it boom, bounces right back And Brian up. Dable. And Brian Dable, yep. He does it as well. That's right. Uh, Mr. Steinbrenner, Jerry, he also said, there's going to be some big changes. Mm. Big changes, he said. Some people may not consider these big changes significant. But he and Aaron Judge, I, I, I heard this, are doing stuff every day together. Aaron Judge is in the mix. Are they golfing? What are we doing? Every I don't day? know. I think he's coming into the office. Yeah, Aaron Judge is in the mix. Aaron Judge is in the mix. He's, he is the face of baseball and the face of that franchise. He uh, he said uh, either he or Cashman said that he went to the players, including Aaron Judge, to see if they should uh, get rid of. It was Judge and Cole. Aaron, Bo- Aaron Boone, yeah. Yeah. No, well, he Judge also said they went to every, like, I don't want to say decision maker, but, like, he got the opinion of Omar Minaya, Brian Sabian, Nick Swisher. <laughs> Nick Swisher's like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> he did. He mentioned Andy Nick Pettit Swisher. and Nick Swisher. He's um, not a legendary Yankee. No, he was a fun Yankee, though, but yeah. not a legendary Yankee. No, not at all. And he said every single person he spoke to said Aaron Boone, is the right guy. He's a good manager. It'd be great if I'm sure one person didn't said it'd be great if uh, one of them would have revealed. I asked a bunch of people. The only one who was not interested in keeping him, Nick Swisher. <laughs> and Nick Swisher would be like, you gave me up. What are you doing to me? Yeah. Well, he didn't do that. He said it was unanimous. Then one of the other things, Jerry, that I don't know why I'm locked in on is this. I feel like as a society, we have really relaxed on the cursing. Like there oh, was it's just all over the place. Yeah. Cursing left oh, and right. Everywhere. Talk to players after. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I don't recall Tony Dorsett cursing after games and Terry Bradshaw Didn't cursing have as much after coverage. Game. Now it's just like everyone's cursing, and it looks not classy. You want uh, this was one that made the rounds. I'm proud of our people, and I'm, I'm proud of our process. Doesn't mean we're firing all cylinders. Doesn't mean we're the best in class. But I think we're pretty f- good personally. Brian Cashman, and he cursing. had a lot of BSs and yeah, yeah. No, it's weird. He seemed class. He seemed angry. And I'm going already. He... And I'm going to give you a reason why he can be angry. Okay. All right. So at one point he says, "Listen, this is about wins and losses. It's that simple." So if I asked you right now, who were the two most important people as to why the Rangers won the World Series in the postseason? So we always talk about it's a crapshoot, right? Once you get there, it's a crapshoot. Now the Yankees made it all the way to the ALCS last year. So the sample size isn't quite the same because the the Rangers played in the World Series. But I want to give you a comparison. Who would you say are the two most important people for the Rangers in this po- in the in the World Series? Bruce Bochy. Fair enough. Number one. Okay. The manager. I'm talking about the players that go out and get it done. Oh. Would you not agree that Corey Seager and Adolis Garcia? Yes. All right. So here's what they did in the postseason this year. Corey Seager batted three eighteen, hit six home runs. Drove in 12 runs and scored 18 times. Adolis Garcia hit 323, had eight home runs, 22 RBIs, and 11 runs scored. Now let's go back to the 2022 postseason. Would you not say that Judge and Stanton are comparable in terms of what you expect out of your stars to Seager and Garcia? Your two main offensive okay. weapons. 
Aaron Judge batted 139 with two home runs and a whopping three RBIs. Three. Three. And Giancarlo Stanton hit 188 with two home runs and seven RBIs. You want to know why the Yankees didn't win the World Series last year? Because their stars don't perform when they needed them to. Like, that's it. That's the one thing that drives me nuts about this. And I'm not a Brian Cashman fan. I don't give a crap if he stays or goes. I really don't. However, you get guys and you win so many games, you get to the postseason, your stars need to shine. The Rangers won the World Series this year because their two stars played like stars. The Yankees' two stars played like middling major leaguers that did nothing. 139 for a guy you then gave $40 million a year to in the biggest month of the year. And I know what he did, and the season was unbelievable, and I love him. I think Aaron Judge might be the best. Take Shohei Otani off the table for a second. He's, to me, judges the best baseball player in Major League Baseball today. All right, so let's be very clear about that. He's a big reason why he didn't win the World Series last year. Come on. I mean, Seager and Garcia carried the Rangers to that World Series championship. Is it asking too much that one guy's making 40, the other guy's making 30, to do something better than a combined, I don't know, average amount? They batted 150 together. That sucks. That's why you didn't win. You hear that? I thought I, it was I'm the bunting. I'm so tired. Blame the damn players once in a while. Can we please? That would have been great if Cashman would have done that. God almighty. And then you're talking about, you know, he's defending Sonny Gray, which I understand. His point is Sonny Gray was great before. He's great after, but he sucks here. So that's his fault. You go out and you get a guy who's been really good. Everybody's excited about it. The only uh, This is frustrating. You're really angry. Is. No, I'm not angry. I just think it's stupid. The whole thing is stupid. The guys get paid a lot of money to perform, and when your highest paid players don't perform, we blame the GM. How about you blame them? Why can't we? Why can't the GM come out and blame them? I wish they would once in a while. Like, well, why wouldn't he probably get fired? Why couldn't Cashman come out and do exactly what you just, just and, did? That would have been so great. And by the way, I'm not throwing slings and arrows at them. I'm presenting facts. Right, Those are it, their stats. That would have been great if Cashman would have pulled out a piece of paper and be like, the Texas Rangers just won the World Series, and look at these two guys compared to our two guys. Yeah. Then just walked away, Jerry. Honestly. So. I mean, I don't know. It's just very frustrating. We just, we've overcomplicated everything. Yes. How about your best players go out and perform? That and then you know nice. what goes away? A lot of this crap. Right, because you get wins, Jerry. Yeah. And as Al Davis said, just win, baby. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Cashman so. also had another weird line, Jerry. Which was? He was talking about uh, there are people jumping off the bandwagon because we started to bleep down our leg. Oh, I didn't get that one. Games, and it caused them to make mountains out of molehills. No, that one I don't have. i got to find that one. Which is, I've never heard Brian Cashman curse before. Yesterday he cursed like nine, <laughs> nine least, times. That might be more than that, actually. Very weird. Yeah. Yep. He's unraveling, Jerry. We haven't even started yet. I don't think he's unraveling. I think he's fighting back. Oh. That's, that's what I think. That could be. Like, if you think about how much of a beating he has taken. Yeah. And like I said, I don't care if he stays or goes. But I could see, like, the information I just gave you, he's got to be sitting back watching these games like, can you please hit the ball? <laughs> like, right? He's got to be up in that suite, like, and then he's got to turn around and give him $360 million. Yeah, why? Because uh, the fans demand it? Well, well, there's a lot of reasons why. No, well, the fans love him, sure. Two, he's a Yankee. Three, he just broke the American League record for home runs. Some would say the real record for home runs. Um He's a lightning rod of a player. He is exciting. There's there's a million reasons why. So I'm not uh, – to me, I understand why they signed him. What I'm saying is you expect more. That's all. You expect more. For, and is it fair? No, because he can't do it himself. But that's why you make the big bucks. So somebody must have run to Cashman after uh, Steinbrenner said we're not bunting enough and uh, asked Cashman about that <laughs> because he said uh, we didn't lose 80 games because we didn't bunt enough. That's not why we lost. I agree. So I now agree. there's a, I heard Jerry. There's my, a riff. Yeah. Schism. <laughs> my reports are saying, my sources yeah. are saying that. <laughs> that there's a riff between Hal Steinbrenner yeah. and Brian Cashman. About bunting. There's a big bunting oh, meeting today. Man. Too much. Too oh, much yeah. coverage. 
Lots of, too much analysis, too much coverage. We got all that fun news yesterday, just one day of it. Right. They, these guys each spoke one time. Yeah. And this will carry you for 24 hours. We're already broke, breaking it down. My piece by God. piece. It is. And what is amazing, an 82 and 80 is not good. Again, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. It's very average and very mediocre. But we talk about this team like they are the A's, that they just went 60 and 102. We talk about this team like they're the 2023 New York Giants. Yeah, which they, they are suck. not. Which they are not. They are not the equivalent of 2-7. and seven. They're not? They are not. And remember, things weren't going so bad before Aaron Judge kicked the wall in Los Angeles. Oh, man. Oh, by the way. Yeah, I blame the Dodgers. I mean, you could blame the Dodgers. That's fine. They have padding on their fences. You know what Stupid. I noticed the Dodgers don't do? They what? don't kick the wall in their own stadium, though. That's true. So, well, because they know what's going on that. back there. The the Yankees barely ever go out to play the Dodgers. That is true. Very rare. They probably pulled some padding up that day. I would check the <laughs> Was tape. this the Dolphins that flood in the field? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, let's remove that padding for Aaron Judge. Maybe he'll <laughs> jam his toe up in the fence. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break. 519, a nice spirited start, and then we've got Boomer oh, and Gio. Yes. If I may, Jerry. Oh, you may. There has been an upheaval. In the fraudulent five. Why didn't you do that yesterday? Because uh, I wanted to save it for you. Oh, <laughs> okay. So and we... I didn't do it last week because I was uninspired. We didn't do it last nope. week? Nope. Eddie reminded me. He's like, are you going to do fraudulent five? Really? And I said, no, I'm not feeling it. No, I don't remember. I thought we did do it. But Jerry, there has been a major upheaval in the fraudulent five. Yeah, well, I know two teams that aren't on that list. <laughs> the two crappy teams in town, the Jets and the Giants. The Jets are on it every week. Not this week. We don't know that. Did you watch Monday night? I did. They're not on the list. Mm. If they are on the list, we're never doing this segment ever again. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. That's next and more. Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What new band is this? This is the Bleachers. They say not very recognizable, but okay. The Bleachers right here on the band. Uh, New Jersey guy. Are they? Is he? He is, yeah. Who are the Bleachers then? Uh, Jack Antonoff is his name. I know, but who are the Bleachers? Oh, I don't know. I think it's just his band. Why is it not just the Jack Antonoff band? Uh, That's a good question. I don't know. Because he's got no ego. Exactly. Or or he's worried he's going to fail. Uh, that, if that the bleachers fail, so be it. If the Jack Antonoff band fails, then he yeah. failed. I got to stop it there, though, because <laughs> they curse. He curses. <laughs> All right, so he's like Brian Cashman. Jerry he just starts to curse his face off. I do like the song uh, by Gale. I believe it is Gale. A B C D E F U. <laughs> I'm not familiar with this one. Really? No. It is a wonderful song where she basically says everybody can all bleep off except for your dog. Except for the dog. Like okay. your mom, your sister, your job, your everything, See, but would, not your dog. I would include my dog on that list. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> All right, speaking of lists. Yes. We've reached week 10 in the NFL. Week 9 was, meh, it was all right. There were a couple of good games, but for the most part, meh. Uh, so we're starting to separate the contenders from the pretenders, and that means that this list should start to become more obvious as I said, if any team on this list starts with new, meaning York or England, we are never doing this list ever again because all three teams suck. At least in the Jets' case, the offense sucks. So, without further ado, through nine weeks of the NFL, I present to you Al's fraudulent list of five favorite teams. Thank you, Jerry. 
This list has changed dramatically this it week. Should. There are two that you'll be very familiar with, and then three brand new teams to the list. These are teams I'm legitimately rooting for now. All right. Number one, Jerry. Got to keep con- some some consistency. <laughs> yeah, what? Me. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> some consistency, uh-huh. Jerry. Right. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. They're still right. on my list. They lost to the Eagles. They got to the five yard line. Oh, I know, Jerry. We heard your call. The five. Well, the, the call was when they got backed up to the twenty eight after a sack, a penalty, and imploding. Yeah. They were at the five yard line. Yeah, yeah. Things did not go well, but they're still on my. I'm still rooting for them, Jerry. Right. Number two, I've still got the back of Eddie Scazzeri's Miami Dolphins. Fair enough. Still on my list. Now that's fine. Number three, Jerry, a team I am actively rooting. Can for. Can I take a guess yeah. at one of your other three? Yes, you may. I think you're rooting, and I, I would. I would applaud you for this. Okay. I think you're rooting for the Minnesota Vikings. I am, Jerry. I knew it. They're I fun. I love Josh Dobbs. I, know, I, I knew you did. I liked him on the Cardinals when he wasn't a tool, when his jersey wasn't in the <laughs> pro shop. He had fun with it. Comes in and wins a tremendous Vikings on my yeah. list. C.J. Stroud and the Houston I, Texans. You know Good for you. I did not expect to have the Texans on this list ever this year. I will tell you, if the Texans play a good team coming up, yeah. they might make a cool game list. Absolutely. I never thought I'd say that. Me neither. I'm with you. Never saw that one coming. And finally, Jerry, on my list, never thought they'd be here, the Raiders. <laughs> I'm rooting for Antonio Pierce, <laughs> I, I know you are. Aiden O'Connell. Oh, I should have. I knew that. Mark I knew it. Davis, <laughs> Max Crosby, and they're playing the Jets this they week. Are. Who I have had it with, <laughs> and I'm going to be rooting for the Raiders. Uh, yeah, I, commitment I, to excellence, Jerry. I get it. That actually would be like if I was in Vegas or even like an Oakland fan. I would love to go to that game Sunday. Yeah. Or oh. Sunday night. So the fans are going to be so into it. Yeah, they should be. They kicked the crap out of the Giants. And it's so funny how, you remember how last week we played uh, Willie Colon and Bart Scott on yeah. the SNY postgame show with how awful the Jets were, even though they won that game? So I put on the, I watched the replay of the Giant postgame show after they lost to the Raiders. Sean O'Hara and Amani Toomer. Were inc- they didn't know what to say. Yeah. They were disgusted by it, that game It was Sunday. a disgusting game, Jerry. Oh, it was awful. A disgusting game. So Cowboys, Dolphins, Texans, Vikings, Raiders. I'm actually surprised yes. from, I know they're 2-7, and seven, but yeah. you're such a DeVito fan. I thought you might be rooting for them this week. They've really annoyed me. I, I hear you. I'm so annoyed by the Giants. And now more so annoyed by the Jets and... Something really seems up now, especially after yesterday. I know Rob Sala spoke. He did a couple interviews. You're talking about Aaron Rodgers? No. Oh. Talking about this this unwillingness to try Trevor Simeon. Yeah, I know. And it is, seems to be that it's coming from somebody above Rob Sala that Joe doesn't Douglas? want, that just wants him playing. I know. And I don't know. You know, the weird thing about it is if you continue to force Zach Wilson down our throat. Yeah. All right. Let's say, let's say the light went on and let's say Sunday night. And I know this is, we are dreaming, but let's just say Sunday night, everything clicks. Zach Wilson throws for 390 yards. And what did CJ Stroud throw for? Five touchdowns the other day, four touchdowns, 470 and five touchdowns. Let's say Zach Wilson did that Sunday night. And they win 35-10. And then let's say next week, Zach Wilson throws for 280, four touchdowns, doesn't turn the ball over. They win. And then the week after that, I'm not going to go crazy and say 400 yards again, but he throws for 265, three touchdowns, no picks, they win. And then the week after that, 320. And all of a sudden, this team that is built, for the most part, is a really good team other than the offense, they really start to turn it on. Because the only thing I can figure is that's what whoever's making this call wants to see happen. And let's say, for poops and giggles, the number two overall pick in the draft a few years ago now looks like the number two overall pick and looks like the future of this franchise. What do you do with Aaron Rodgers? Like, wouldn't you want to get him the hell out of there? Here's what's happened. You've won some games with him. You've lost some games with him. 
And it's right now the perfect scenario. Get Rodgers back if he can. I don't think he is, but then again, a few fortnights, whatever the hell that means, I don't know. Put someone else in. It can't be worse. I don't understand why they keep forcing Zach Wilson down our throat. I really, I don't get it. Yeah, he was asked uh, if uh, they're considering Trevor Simeon being called up to the active roster, and he right. said not no. even start. Yeah, not no. even on the roster for the game. Yeah, you're nope. still going with Tim Boyle, right? If why if there's right if there's an injury to Zach Wilson or they pull him for whatever reason, and you know a lot of people thought a lot of people thought and have over the years, but specifically last year that when Joe was talking about the whole Mike White thing that they're not going to put him in because they're worried that he might be better than Zach. People laughed at Joe. I got to tell you, as we go on and on and on, I look back, I think he was on it. Because you can't tell me that Trevor Simeon right now is not a better option than Zach Wilson. No offense to Zach. He's just not been good at this level for whatever reason. I don't under, I don't know why. I don't know the game enough. It ain't working. Why wouldn't you try something else? Right. They were talking yesterday here on Boomer and Geo that uh, is it, are they listening as they have been all along to everything Aaron Rodgers says and Aaron Rodgers wants? Well, all right. What was the answer last year then? Or the last time with Mike White where they That's wouldn't true. put Mike White in Right. The game. There was no Aaron Rodgers here. So that could be the case this year, I suppose, I guess. But the upside would be who needs Aaron Rodgers? The downside is you keep just being not good. I don't know. Yeah, fractured locker room coming, Jerry. That's Maybe. what uh, people are saying. Well, because especially the defense when, is pissed, and especially when the quarterbacks like I can't even look at them. I mean, that's yeah. a, that was actually that was the complete opposite of last year in New England when they were like, "Do you owe the defense an apology?" No, I'm good. <laughs> this year, it's I can't even look at those guys because we're not keeping up our end of the bargain, which is the right thing to say. But that's got to be walking in that locker room has got to be rough. Yeah, and, pl- and not for nothing. And I'm not saying that Zach was good; he wasn't. He wasn't awful. He wasn't good. He was kind of he was average. Can some of these guys catch the ball? Just not saying it would have changed the game. I'm not saying they would have won. But there are too many drops, too. A lot of drops. A lot of sacks. Uh, that, too. He holds on to the ball too long. He does. And then he runs 30 yards the wrong way. Right. He drops back, and instead of, like, stepping up in the pocket when there's pressure, he oh. backs up more. Oh, my God. Yeah. Not Very good. Very strange. All right, quick break. When we come back, we got a whole lot more to do and not much time to do it in. Then 6 o'clock, we've got Boomer and Geo right here on The Fan. You know, real quick, I'm sure you got a million more things to talk about. But, like, playing that clip right there of Marv and the Rangers winning the Stanley Cup, and I know this has been, a, like, a an ongoing theme about why our sports are so bad. They've always been like this. They really have. The Rangers won 54 years without winning. They won. Now it's been another 30 since they've won. The Giants won an 86 and 90 that won a really long time without winning and had some really bad years in there. Then they won two times in 7 and 11, and they've been pretty bad since, but had a good season mixed in there last year. The Jets have been the Jets. Aside from 86, the Mets have been disappointing. I mean, really, nothing has changed. Yeah, I guess when we look back on things, we go, oh, it was so great. It wasn't, when? though. Yeah. It wasn't. The Mets had one. Matter of fact, if you want to talk about the Mets, they had one year. It should have been like five. They probably disappointed. I know they won the one time, but if you want to talk about 87, 88, 88 they should have been so much better. Like, nothing has changed. And then why were they good in 2015 and then not a They made a game. run because they made, they made a, nice a run. run. That's why. And Ioannis Cespedes. Uh, had an infusion of life into that team and power and excitement. And Wilmer Flores was crying on the field. Like, that that team, they hit it at the right time. And they went to the play, right? The next year they went to the playoffs, too. They lost 16. the wild card game, right? That was the Cindergard game, I think. I forget. But they were good. But, like, the Mets went to the World Series in 2015. Yeah, they did. Lost to the Royals, exactly. So, And they went to the World Series in 2000. But... This idea that we're in this horrible age of New York's no, this is pretty much what it's been like for the last 50 years. Very cyclical. Yeah, I guess like with the Giants and Jets, they're just so bad. Like they're not even being competitive sure. this year. But how about when Boomer played? Terrible. I mean, they had a 1-15 in season. I mean, they were awful. You know, then Parcells comes in. They got better. Didn't win the Super Bowl. Rex comes in after they were atrocious. They got better. Didn't win a Super Bowl. Like... Nothing's changed. 
Really nothing. I was asked Cancelo yesterday, and we couldn't think of one. Has the team ever legitimately just quit? <laughs> like, I feel like the Giants could actually just quit They're and not, be like, we're not doing this anymore. They, they might. Listen, if they want to quit and give up their millions of dollars that they're owed, I suppose they could. Yeah. But they're still working. At the end of the day, they are still working for a living. And getting paid. If they want to get paid, they've got to go play. Doesn't mean they're going to give you max effort, but they got to go play. There's a uh, a Twitter feed called ML Football. Yeah. it's uh, It's got a lot of followers. It's got 112,000 followers. Okay. So yesterday the guy puts up, um, wow, legendary, legendary, WFAN host Al Dukes <laughs> does not think Caleb Williams would be a good fit in New York with the Giants after crying when USC lost. Okay. Quote, I don't want that guy. He's crying in the stands. He ain't going to make it here. Wow, we lost. Guy crying in the stands, not interested. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> so this guy puts it out there. I, w- I was like, I have to look at the comments of this. The comments are so funny because people are furious. Right, at you? That one I was called the legendary. <laughs> then who the hell am I? Never heard of this guy. <laughs> it's just so funny to see it. That is funny. In print, so I enjoyed that. Meantime, every Giant fan would take him 10 times over oh right now. Oh, my gosh, yeah, of course. Maybe 100 times over. I see Daniel Jones did not make his weekly appearance on Up he and Adams. He tore his ACL. Oh, you got to show up. You're getting paid. I would expect him to be there next week. I would not have expected him yesterday. Why? This is when we were interested well, in talking to you. I would think you're probably going back and forth to doctors. That's a phone call. You're getting paid no, well, for it. No, it's a Zoom call, and it's, an, and it's 25 minutes. I, yeah, I guess. I, I, could, Man. I expect him back next week with her. Okay. I figured a week. Well, did Aaron Rodgers, I, I know he's been with McAfee. Did he do it immediately that week? I don't remember. I don't need because that was a that was a Sunday game or Monday night game. That was the Monday night game. So right, he would have been with McAfee game. on Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't know if he made an appearance that week. He right. might have. I don't remember. We don't recall. I do remember he did the one after surgery. Yes. I don't know if he did it that week. So I would expect Daniel Jones to be with her next week. No, all right, because I want to hear from him now, Jerry. Do you, though? Not really. He's boring when he's playing. He is. You want to hear from him now when he starts Probably going through not. rehab? Probably not. Ugh. Yeah, and do you the think, best I can to get back can on get the, the field. think get the money back for that? <laughs> that money is gone, Jerry. Ugh. The Giants did sign a quarterback, Jacob Eason. Is that Tony Eason's I believe kid? it's his nephew. His nephew? We looked this up before. Tony Eason of uh, Patriots fame. He's the quarterback Jacob that got his Eason. butt kicked by the 85 Bears in the Super Bowl. Related. They flipped him upside down. To Tony Eason. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we looked this up before. Um, is that his son? It's his son, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to root for him then. I love unless, anybody who played in the 80s and unless, their sons. Unless, unless his dad is just named Tony. <laughs> just no, I'm going to say that's the same guy. His dad is, his dad is Tony. I'm just, yeah. I imagine it's the same guy. That uh, that eighty five Super Bowl from the eighty five Bears against the Patriots. He should. All right. So here you go. This is hilarious. Eason was born to Tony and Christine Eason and was raised in Lake Stevens, Washington. His father, Tony Eason, played college football at Notre Dame, but should not be confused with quarterback Tony Eason, who played uh, for the Patriots. Multiple Tony Eason's quarterbacking? Yeah. I wish this guy's name was Tony Eason instead of Jacob. How about that? I did not know that, Jay. So they're not related at all? I did not know that. That I'm not sure of, but his dad is not his father. I... I feel like we write, we looked this up before Me when he too. was his nephew or something, yeah. but maybe not. I don't know. I'm not sure. All right. So he's on the practice squad. Yes. He's no Tony DeVito. Oh. Is that his name, Tony DeVito? <laughs> no. What is it? Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Tommy it's DeVito. Vinny DeVito. Hey, I'm Vinny DeVito. <laughs> You're such an idiot. Man, that guy needs to bring out. If the Giants win. He did throw some nice passes. If the Giants win with him ever, he's got to show up to press conference in a leather coat and a cigarette. And a cigar. Yeah. I was going to say a cigar. You want a cigarette? <laughs> Just having a Marlboro right here. <laughs> that would be funny if he went. Let's say they win a game. Yeah. Whatever, who knows? Maybe the Cowboys. Yeah, he plays Sunday. well. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. If he, he beat play, the Cowboys, Jerry. He plays well. Yeah. Right now, I'm going to say if the Giants beat the Cowboys Sunday. Then Tommy DeVito needs to go to the podium, and before he takes a question, 
He looks around the room and goes, hickory dickory duck. <laughs> oh. Who just cleaned the cowboy's clock? <laughs> I'm over here now. <laughs> and by the way, you want to talk about a viral oh, video? That'd be so great. <laughs> All cocky that he beat the guy. I mean, if he beat the Cowboys, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Little boy blue. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys blue. They needed the. <laughs> that, that would be funny. <laughs> I don't think he'll do that. You don't think that's going to happen? Could you imagine they go to Brian Dable after he does something like that? Uh, your your uh, quarterback was just doing hickory dickory dock stuff. <laughs> he was in a leather coat and smoking a Marlboro. <laughs> <laughs> With sunglasses on and slick oh, back hair. Oh, that would be so awesome. Oh, man, that'd be great for the NFL. Uh, I did see uh, Carson Wentz finally landed on a team. He did. The Rams. The Rams. Yeah. Matthew right. Stafford's all banged up. They're not very good. So I feel bad for the guy. Think of this was, I think he was picked number two or three overall as well. I'm pretty sure. And he had the world by the Keones, as they say, yeah. in Philadelphia, was on his way to maybe be in the league MVP. Right. And he's never been the same since. And someone online did a statistical breakdown of his time in Washington and Indianapolis. And when he played well, he was really good. But when he played badly, he was atrocious. And there was very little in between. So he still has the talent. It was just funny how no one wanted him. Yeah, it's very weird. And I, I don't know how you go from being a league MVP to... Not interested in? Yeah. I don't know. In a very short time. Yeah. I mean, if you think about when he was drafted, we're not talking about 10 years. It was a three, four years ago. It's not long at all. And so he's still in his mid-20s. Carson he's, Wentz? He's got to be 20, what, 26? Let me see this. 27 Jerry. max? He wasn't. He was only drafted. Know. Just Google it. I am good. He's 30. Carson Wentz is 30? Yeah. Well, hold on a second. When did he graduate? When was he drafted? All right, Jerry. That's fair enough. He uh, he, he went, drafted in nineteen. No, he uh, he played at North Dakota State until twenty fifteen. So he was drafted when? Uh, twenty sixteen. He played with the. Oh, he I started he was with the drafted Eagles. in nineteen. Yes, he was a twenty sixteen okay. draft round one right, pick so two. All right, a little older than I thought. Yeah. Even still, thirty is not forty. Somebody's already updated his Wikipedia page. Yeah. Who's doing that? Him. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. All right. We got to take a quick break. We'll come back and wrap it up in just a moment. We got you Boomer and Geo. Right now, we get you Amy Lawrence, Odyssey Sports Minute on baseball. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, about, uh, 30 seconds left. What else, Al? Uh, they're saying, Jerry, this could be the worst week of primetime games in the NFL. Well, I don't know what else we have. I just saw Panthers-Bears tomorrow night. Panthers-Bears tomorrow night. Oh. You got uh, Patriots-Colts on oh, that's Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Germany? Okay. You got Jets-Raiders I'm actually looking Sunday forward to night. that game. And then you got Bills Broncos Monday. Uh, night. Enough with the Broncos, like, right? Not interested, right? They really thought the Broncos. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD One, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app. <laughs>